1: Good morning. Welcome back to another show of navigating your retirement with your host, Travis Chance from CFG Wealth Management. Folks, as always, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, please give us a call, 877-269-0839, or you can visit us on the web at chancefinancialgroup.com. Submit your questions via email. We'd love to take your we'd love to take your concerns and turn them into solutions. So uh, give us a call, eight seven seven-269-0839, and joining us on the show this morning tony sure tony yeah i'm here we got some we got some fall (laughs) i was gonna tell you i I forgot to tell you before when we were talking prior to the show tony we got some fall
0: it was actually
1: in the it was actually in the 50s
0: fall weather finally
1: Fall weather in Georgia. <laughs> I I literally about <laughs> fell out of my chair. I had to put my jacket on the other morning to, to go out no. and cut the grass. Oh, now it was one of the soft shell, you know, type jackets. It wasn't like a big one, sure. but uh, I was super pumped because I was like, "Holy cow! I actually have to wear a jacket to cut grass. <laughs> this is awesome."
0: Yeah, you're not walking out in the humidity just pouring in sweat the second you step outside.
1: Absolutely. I actually made it through almost to to lunchtime, or as we call it in the South, dinnertime. I almost made it to dinnertime without breaking a sweat off the lawnmower. I was so <laughs> pumped. I'm telling you, it's the small things in life that make a big difference. Oh yeah. You know, feels you, good. You got to enjoy it. You got to enjoy the small things. And that was a, that was a small thing. That was a big thing to me.
0: Well, fall is probably my favorite time of year. I mean, just the the temps and and the leaves turning it's beautiful isn't it
1: it is it is i actually have been thinking about uh, you know uh since since i've been seeing on college football and you know nfl and they're they're piping in the fans to the to the stands <laughs> versus having them in the stands yeah. i've been thinking about like listening to to like uh downloading a, a fans app so it's like whenever i walk outside to cut the grass it's like fans go yay um <laughs> you know i've been thinking about doing that while well you're I'm getting, really while I'm excited getting, about the. i'm weather. telling you the fall weather man <laughs> it was it was awesome i can't go to a football game but by god i can listen to some stands uh, so yeah it was it was pretty it was pretty pretty interesting we uh we had my daughter we had two of our daughters um we had their birthday party this weekend. So, uh, yeah, that was, that was, you know, a socially distanced birthday party. Basically all that means is, is, is you're talking a little louder and, uh, you know, whenever you add some adult beverages in, is it really any different, you know, just the, the louder you get, the more you, I'm just kidding. That's, that's <laughs> terrible.
0: <laughs> well, uh, yeah, but it, the fall weather's great. I've had a great week. I've been trying to get outside and enjoy it. Um, I love this time of year, as I said. And how about you? Obviously, you're enjoying the weather. Are you keeping busy, Travis?
1: We are. We we are definitely keeping busy. We have gotten to the point now where Tony, we're we're. We're really about half and half as far as in in in-person appointments and uh, and socially distanced, you know, Zoom calls or phone calls. And, you know, it's it's just it's one of those things. I I think um, I think we all we are all a little bit obviously on edge we see the numbers we hear the the dangers but at the end of the day you can't stop living your life because you know because of what's going on that's that's the reason just like in in the regular flu season we you know we wash our hands we make sure we don't you know if you sneeze you sneeze in your elbow i mean it's kind of the same thing in my opinion with covid i mean you know, yes, we are at throwing on top of all that wearing a mask. But, you know, if you if you're if you're smart about it, if you're wise about it, you you can really not let this kind of kind of put you in your in your your hole, so to speak, and never to be seen again, because, you know, I read an article this this past week and it really is kind of sad that. Um, you know, seniors uh, especially have been have been really hit hard because of the COVID. Yeah. Because, you know, I, I read one article about a, a, a couple that were talking about they haven't seen their grandkids or hugged their grandkids since last Christmas. And that's just terrible to me because, you know, yes, I don't want you to die to see your grandkids, but you're dying to see your grandkids. I get it. Um, you know, and, and that's really that's really kind of unfortunate is you know a lot of people i think the statistic i, I saw this the other day please don't quote me on it but I, i'll give you the gist it was around the 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 depression rate has gone up by like 200 percent i mean it, it's crazy because people thrive human beings thrive on personal contact and when we don't get that we suffer and, yep. uh, and I'll tell you something else, and this is, this has kind of been something that I, that's really been weighing on me is, uh, this has also been a prime picking time for people to scam and for, for things to happen to our, our elders, to our, you know, our, our people who are in the house, uh, you know, our, 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 you know 55 and over 60 and over because folks this is prime time because your your attention's diverted on something else please don't fall in some of these traps Tony I, I've told you I've heard some of the horror stories um you know uh, one one young lady she she literally was convinced by um, a gentleman and it was all done over the phone she sent them over six figures almost seven figures uh in wire transfers because it was you know some 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 great investment that that they were really preparing to to really benefit their grandkids and they let them talk them into something that that definitely was was not on the up and up and uh you know unfortunately that young lady passed and now her family literally is stuck trying to unwind and and go back through the process uh, of recovering those assets and I really don't think they're going to be successful and that's that's really one of the reasons why I, I love what we do. And I'm not just saying that because I'm, I'm plugging our services, folks. I'm saying it because it's the truth. Um, having a relationship and knowing that, you know, something's off, something's amiss, something's awry. That's a great defense mechanism to to the alternative, which is, you know, having that situation where a senior's put in a bad position because there's all types of elder abuse and 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 this is something I, I really take personally. You know, you, you really want to have somebody like we talk about if you're getting to the point where where you feel it's necessary, medical, financial powers of attorney, but you know having a fiduciary versus having a broker, and the reason I'm going to make the the distinction is this young lady had a broker. She didn't have a fiduciary. She had um, someone that she just called when she wanted to make stock trades. Sure. And. Instead of instead of him and she was transferring large chunks instead of him sending a fence in report, you know, saying, hey, this is suspicious activity. It's called a SARS report. There's a, suspic- a suspicious activity on this account. Something needs to be done. Need to check up on this person. Uh, nothing was done. And oh. basically that he just took the orders and said, fine. And folks, that's the difference between a fiduciary and a broker. Uh, A broker is someone, don't get me wrong, they're still good people. They have to pay a mortgage. I'm not speaking ill of them personally, but a broker is basically someone sells you a raft, sells you an oar, sells you a life jacket and a helmet, and you go paddling off down the Whitewater Rapids, and he'll see you when you get back when you need more supplies a fiduciary is somebody who helps you pick it out custom fit it to your body type your situation gets in the boat and helps you navigate downstream and then helps you get back to where you were that's that's the difference. And and I just that this is something that's really been kind of weighing on my heart is just, you know, with with everything that's going on, all the all the meanness in the world. It's like, I, I just don't get it uh, because, you know, if people spend as much time trying to do good as they do trying to do bad, uh, Tony, there's no telling where we could be in this world.
0: Right. Well, yeah, exactly. Uh, and it's so uh, you really have to watch it because You want to be working with a trusted financial professional, uh, but not all so-called financial professionals uh, are created equal or looking out for your best interests. You want to work with a fiduciary who's a financial advisor and planner who looks at the big picture, not just one aspect, not just an insurance salesman, not just a broker, but a fiduciary who's looking out for your financial best interests, correct?
1: Uh, Tony, just because you pass a three hour test does not make you a seasoned financial advisor.
0: (laughs) Right. Right.
1: And and that's uh, that's just the brass facts. And, you know, I'm I'm not I'm not uh, not picking or personal, you know, personally calling out our industry. But, you know, folks, you you get what you pay for. And unfortunately, uh, I believe in this situation, pride played a, a huge role because, you know, a lot of times they're they're are those as I have earmarked them and and I've actually had some clients say kind of laugh about it and say you know I used to be the Rambo approach um, because I always talk about the Rambo approach which is I call it the blood and guts you want to do everything yourself you don't you know you don't want to depend on anybody you know no software no nothing so instead of all the gear and stuff you just take your bow and your knife out in the woods and you know that's just is what it is but Having having an army behind you sometimes does make a difference, and that's the difference between doing it yourself and and having someone assist you with it. And a lot of times, people think that it's giving up control, when in actuality, it's really not. Uh, it's actually taking control because you can Google how to do brain surgery on yourself. That just doesn't necessarily make it a great idea. Um, <laughs> when you when you get a little bit older, obviously, you want to do things like we just talked about visit your grandkids you're dying to see your grandkids you're you're wanting to spend time with your kids with your with your spouse do you want to make this another full-time job because unfortunately things move at such a lightning fast speed you really do have to treat it like a full-time job and that's the reason you either have someone professionally do, you, do it for you and guide you like a Garmin, or you pull out the old Rand McNally map and you start taking your finger and tracing down where you want to go. Um, you can do it either way. You'll still probably get there. Just one may take a little bit longer, and it'll be a little bit more of a headache.
0: Right. There you go. And so, uh, yeah, you, it's so sad that people take advantage of seniors, and you really want to be working with a trusted financial professional. Uh, and you want to make sure your plan is intact, you know, anywhere from five years before retirement on and that, you know, especially as you get older, uh, you're going to have more and more phone scams, Internet scams and people trying to take advantage of you. Aren't
1: you? Well, you, you end up having and, and this isn't the topic of our show. I'm just uh, it's just something that really hit home for me over sure. the last few weeks. Sure but you end up turning in-laws into outlaws i mean you you literally have so i hate to say this but but there's so many things so many landmines that there there need to be Uh, there need to be, uh, there needs to be a, a way to navigate the minefield, Tony. And sometimes having that professional guidance allows you to say, you know what? I understand, you know, brother, sister, niece, nephew, who's got the greatest, you know, I'll give you a great example. My grandmother, uh, one of, one of my cousins, whenever my grandmother was still alive, was trying to convince her she owned a farm because it had been left to her over the years. True story. Uh, wanted her to cut all of her timber, which she she was you know, one of the children of the Great Depression. So she had timber. That was part of her retirement plan. Um, wanted her to cut all of her timber, stump her property, and put in a turf farm. Oh, wow. And pay for it. Oh. And then he was going to manage it, run it, and do it. So you know, don't get me wrong. I mean, neglect and abuse comes in all shapes and sizes. Like I said, sometimes don't turn an in law to an outlaw. Um, it, it does happen. It, it will. It will definitely, uh, in some some cases, turn out uh, turn out bad. Sometimes people will catch it. Sometimes they won't. But um, but anyway, just something you need to consider. But uh, but definitely, that's. That's not the topic of our show. All right. uh, we we kind of got off on on my stump <laughs> as I tend to do. Um. Tony, the show's the show title today is called "So uh, Re- Retirement." So now what? Because uh, one of the things that that you hear a lot is, you know, as people get closer to retirement, they start to get anxious, right? They start to get right. a little bit nervous, a little bit concerned. Have I saved enough? Have I planned enough? Uh, you know, have we reduced debt? And and this is really, I think, driving a lot of decisions that are, that are currently being made. Uh, and then you know, of course, there's the retirement year, which also has its own angst and anxiety and and concerns. And, you know, the first few years after you retire, I think are really crucial. So so that's what I want to talk about today is, you know, the five years before retirement, your your retirement year and then the five years after retirement, because I think that's when a lot of the guessing comes in, or for those who don't have professional guidance have the guessing game because for net for instance let's start with the five years before retirement uh you know one of the things i think a lot of a lot of people do and we see it more often than not i've, I've even read an article that 401k plans are, are now adding more and more uh fintech to their platform so that people can kind of project out you know what's your income going to be And I I do think that's that's a little misleading because I I think that gives people uh, either uh, too much of a doom and gloom or either too much of a of a false hope, because a lot of times what are those what do those fintech uh, add ons ask? They're like, okay, what do you think you're going to earn in, you know? pre-retirement, then what do you think your retirement portfolio is going to earn in post-retirement? Uh, who thought that we would have gone through, um, let's see what we had a in 18, we had a 12% pull drawdown. We had a 20 in Q4 of 2018. Then we had a great 19 and then a 38% drawdown on the Dow and a 35 on the S&P in February and March. That can make even the most steadfast of planners and investors, five years into retirement, make for a very interesting uh, collection of sleepless nights. Right? You you can buy a great mattress, but you cannot buy a good night's sleep. So one of the things I would really encourage Tony, our listeners to do is if you're five years and into retirement, meaning you're going to retire within the next 60 months, then the next 60 months, you said, you know what, that's it. I'm throwing in the towel. I'm going to start doing some things I want to do and work because I want to, not because I have to. Uh, One of the things I would really recommend is first and foremost, you need to, to know what your budget and your potential distribution rate are. Uh, that's the first thing you need to really pin down is your spending. I know a lot of people start from, like we talked about the steps uh, story, a lot of people start from the bottom and try to sweep up when in actuality, you need to start from knowing what your budget is, knowing what your potential distribution rate is going to be, because you you may be okay, you may not be okay. We, we've talked also about the show, uh, about how the new norm used to be 4% was the rule every everybody looked at. Now it's in the twos because of where the 10-year treasury yield is. So um, you really need to know what you spend. Now, how do you get to that number? Well, the first thing I believe you need to do is I've had people talk about, you know, uh, I'm going to analyze the last one to two years and get a running average and yada, yada, yada. Uh, That's great if you want to go through all that, but I can assure you there's an easier way. Typically, in most most situations, uh, all you need to do is go back and look at your last three to six months bank statements, because whatever you're spending today is probably going to be pretty consistent, unless you're about to pay off a mortgage, drop a car payment, something like that. Whatever you're spending on your, you know, household upkeep, your light bill, your phone bill, your cell bill, your internet, all that that's going to be pretty consistent. And then that way it gives you a baseline of knowing where your distribution rate is. Then once you know what your distribution rate is, you can look at your fuel and your plane, so to speak, and say, "Okay, uh, so I've got five hundred thousand dollars and I I want, you know, twenty thousand or thirty thousand dollars a year for my investments. Well, if you're sixty five years old, that could be problematic because if you take 25 or 30,000 from 500,000. That's going to be like a 5 or 6% distribution rate, Tony. And from being on the show and being in our general vicinity for the last 2 years, do you think that could be a problem?
0: Uh, yep. <laughs> Why? <laughs> well, yeah, the distribution rate isn't isn't uh, going to work. I mean, that's not good right. it.
1: Because people are living longer. Yep.
0: And, you know, you don't want to get stuck in a bad situation and you want to make sure you have a plan going into retirement uh, to create an income and, and make sure your investments and your retirement savings is going to last as long as you do. And I know you have a lot of strategies to help people accomplish that. And you've been doing this for a long time, haven't you?
1: I have. And and actually, as, as one of the first To to ever achieve the RICP training, which is retirement income certified professional, Um, you know, when when we when we sit down and build a plan, it's literally like sitting down with with a designer and and, an architect and building a set of blueprints. Right. You you have to sit down and and engineer and and, and architecture and engineering. Uh, they're two different facets, but you have to combine them to really design a a very sound structure, but also give you the 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 detail and the design inside and, uh, you know, to create the retirement that you want, Tony. That's that's the difference, because, you know, if all you sit down with is a steel salesman, can you build a building? Sure, you can but you're not gonna be able to do it effectively, right? You need a set of blueprints first, then you need to figure out what you need. So we've been talking about the five years before retirement, let's let's transition. <clears throat> let's think about, so okay, you're gonna retire this year or maybe you were gonna retire in 2020, but maybe you pushed it off and 2021 is gonna be your new retirement date. Well, the first thing I would recommend that you do is all of the above and then some from what we just talked about. Right. Consider know your distribution rate, know your budget, eliminate or reduce debt as much as you can. And then, of course, if if it's still the, the same, you need to know what your retirement plan is going to be. Well, you you need to do everything I just said. Plus, this is where. It starts to drive home and, and I talk about, uh, you know, getting on my soapbox earlier in the show, you know, this is when you're going to start making decisions, for instance, like Medicare, Social Security. Um, you know, this is this is when you start to trigger some of these life events and some of these situations. And that's really going to be key is knowing and and I always recommend the Ben Franklin approach. If you have a retirement plan with your employer that you're going to be able to keep uh sometimes it's not always but sometimes it makes more sense to choose a medicare a and b and a medicare supplement or medicare advantage versus keeping your retirement coverage because maybe the premiums are too high maybe the cost sharing and deductibles maybe maybe the way it it fits in your plan doesn't really jive you need to know that or you need to know okay if i stay where i'm at is this truly the best situation if it is that's great but how do you know are you guessing or are you actually confirming there is a difference. Um, one of the other things I would really encourage our our, our listeners and our, our retirees to do is, you know, I talk about it on the show a lot about, uh, you know, being prepared emotionally for retirement, Tony, because so many times I think we go into a situation and we think about the financial, we think about this, we think about that, but we don't give the emotional part uh, enough, enough credence. And that's what I would really encourage you because you're going to want to be fulfilled, not while you're working, but also when you're in retirement and, you know, when you go from being active to not being active as much, how are you going to fill those days? That's going to be really important for your emotional health as well as your financial health.
0: Yeah, I think it's huge. Now we're almost out of time. So one more time, give that phone number uh, so our listeners can get a hold of you
1: absolutely. Don't 877-269-0839. That's 877-269-0839. Or visit us on the web at chancefinancialgroup.com.
0: All right. Thanks, Travis. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Navigating Your Retirement with our host, Travis Chance. Thank you for listening to Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chans. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Travis at CFG Wealth Management. Call 877-269-0839 or visit them online at NavigatingRetirementRadio.com All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by CFG Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Georgia. Insurance products and services are offered through TL Chance, Inc., an affiliated company. CFG Wealth Management LLC C&TL Chance, Inc. are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.